I didn't know people even cut square bales really anymore. I mean, I know they do, but oh, them them fancy horse people get them. Yeah, Yeah, them goat people. We used to get when I was a kid. Well, I mean, younger. We used to get 150 squares every year and put in the barn in case we had a sick cow or something. We'd bring back to the house. Yeah, Megan feeds them to her goats. Last time I bought some from an end of in town, they're twelve dollars a piece. Yeah. That's crazy. We buy, used to be able to buy them for like five bucks, <laughs> four fifty. Those days is over. I was going to say, I bought a lot of them for two dollars a bale. Yeah, they're twelve. But that was back because somebody was talking today about getting paid to pick them up. I remember three cents a bale. Those are traditions in the great. Welcome to Ozark Traditions TV Podcast, a place where outdoor topics are discussed. Now sit back as today's host brings you the outdoors inside. Ozark Traditions in the Great Outdoors. All right, guys, welcome back. It has been a while. We have uh, not put a podcast out for a little bit. We've been some busy, busy people. Uh, the holidays and really i don't even remember to be honest just things just come up and it's summertime we don't necessarily you know it's it's slow i mean well, i guess you can well, we've, t- been, we've been abroad i mean i can talk TJ. about hunting every single day and fishing but we have to give it a couple months or a month to let it build up because uh we've been I've, i know i've been on an adventure since the last podcast uh if you watch any of the facebook live videos you already know about all this so just bear with me. We're going to have to tell some other stories. And who knows? You know how this podcast goes. We always start one way and end up in a completely other direction, you know. So, but uh, I hope everybody's been, had a safe 4th of July. We just made it through 4th of July with just two second degree burns here for me. Uh, I don't know. Those look like third to me. But. Well, I don't think, you know, I don't know how they gauge that, but there was blisters involved. We'll tell that story too, but. Made it through the 4th of July live. Everybody's back to work. Uh, I caught a few crappie over the 4th of July up at Palm de Terre Lake. That's kind of how I got that. Them crappies, the reason I got the burns, <laughs> which we did get to enjoy them, but uh, no firework fires, nothing like that. Pretty safe boating weekend uh, for the most part. I don't think anybody, I haven't heard anything on like the Ozarks. I think they had a pretty. Yeah. Hampton, did you do anything wild? Uh, no. I sat in Georgia sick. No. Yeah, that's not that fun. No, I didn't. That wasn't that neat. I was thinking something special, but no. Right. Yeah, that's kind of Because last time we talked, he's fixing by some hot rod Jeep. And yeah, he was going to join the Jeep club, which that's a big deal now. So, Matt, you have no room to talk. I tell Because he's in the Jeep club. He come rolling in and we was all down laying wait, in the river. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I am a charter member. Of the Jeep Club. Yeah, the OG. He's not even in, like, the new fancy I mean, I've ones. had this sucker since I was 18 years young. Yeah. So. Well, when we go do the Frog on a Stick. Oh, we're taking Episode it. two, we'll take Matt out in it and go yeah. shoot all the. Which, hey. It's here. It's here. If we didn't have all these birthdays this weekend, we'll have to do it. Well, we'll figure it out here pretty quick. Whenever Matt's got some time. Matt's always got time. I'm a busy guy. He looks busy. Yeah. Nothing but time. Just like us. 
you know, you got all these plans. Like me and Matt was talking about on the way over here. We're like, man, I need to go get some trail cameras out. I was like, I'm going to do it this year. You know, I'm going to get them out early, do some mock scrapes and all this stuff. Well, it's July. Yep. I still haven't done any of that. And everybody's like, well, it's just July. Well, next thing you know, it's going to be August. Yeah. And then what comes after August? September 15th. Late. And then I'm going to be like, boy, I wish I had to like put all them mock scrapes out and stuff. So maybe I could see some. <laughs> what do you got pictures of? <laughs> so Matt's got his cameras out. Smith. Matt Smith here. He's got a picture of a nature walker, I think. A what? Oh, wow. <laughs> You remember the neat? That's pretty neat. You know, the guy oh, who's packing some yeah. heat had the BB gun. It's this guy right here. He's walking through the trail camera picture. So that's good. Young buck on camera already. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even went and checked my camera. Oh, now this one's interesting right here. This could go along with the possum fry. He's got a granddaddy ground whistle pig right here. Oh, I mean a unit. Yeah. Have you got mad? Have you got him patterned pretty good? Well, it was 97 degrees. On the 6th, and he was there at noon. Oh, yeah. That's close to where he's bedding. Yeah. I imagine he's bedding in the hole in the side of the barn. I'm not an expert on the groundhogs. Yeah, I'm an expert on them groundhog holes around barns. Yeah, I think that's where he'll be. Yeah. So So you get a set right there, buddy? Now, it might. When is groundhog season? I feel like it's probably open. Year round, isn't it? I don't think so. I, think, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, a, it's any, in October, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. when. No, it's got to be like. So, sometime because don't dig around might, in the brush piles at my house. Don't That's they hibernate though? Mm-hmm. No, they ain't hibernating right now. I've been seeing them. Well, no, nothing can hibernate <laughs> now, right now. It, well, I'd you, like to. Oh yeah. Well, I usually do when I get home from work. <laughs> yeah, in the air too. conditioning, you know. Yeah, it's been terrible. Ham- hot, oh, Hampton, it's been you, hot hey. outside. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Ain't that something? Us peasants was wanting to tell you. It's been hot. Yeah, he's yeah. been driving around in the air conditioned truck all you know the whole. So if anybody no, listening, no. is not hey, okay, get okay. it right. All right, I, I don't drive around. I ride. Okay, he's been riding around in the air conditioned truck. But anybody listening, so it is. Wait a minute, hold on. This just coming across the wire. It's groundhog season, boys. May tenth to December fifteenth. I told you it's in season. So it's dang near open almost all year. I yeah. mean, they just got to well, probably when they hibernate. Yeah, when they breathe. When they're, yeah. Right. My God. Now, I've heard them are pretty decent. And you know what? <clears throat> when we were camping, I talked to some folks that said possum's really not as bad as you think it would be. And I said. Did you get a recipe? And I didn't get a recipe. Probably should have. And there was probably bush light involved with this person's conversation, but they swore to God. Well. That hey. the possum is not that bad. And I was like, well. Mm. it's not that good either <laughs> <Right>. yeah that's <laughs> you know? right yeah but uh we're not slacking on that we gotta wait for hampton to get back from his little vacay he's gonna go on but uh hey guys it's a if anybody listening if you're not from missouri it's been a hundred like literally the temperature has been a hundred degrees for the past three days felt like three Today months. wasn't as bad it got a little bit overcast cloudy i mean it's like 97 yeah it was nice it was yeah. tolerable it it was cooler in Georgia and the Carolinas, and it was Missouri. Yes. Yeah. I, I went to my parents, uh, and they live in Deltona, Florida, which is close to Daytona, uh, last week, or I guess it was the week before that, whenever. And it was cooler down there than it was here. I mean, it's just ridiculous. 
And we ain't had no stinking rain. Grass no, is burning it up. It rained like crazy up in northern Missouri. So Brad Ganaway and all them guys, they got all kind. Of, it rained all day Which, up there. Which, you know, good for those guys. I know them farmers up there needing it bad. Right. Well, I mean, everybody needs it. The grass is so crunchy right now. That's what I was going to get to with, you know, we can start talking early deer season now. Like, it's getting to the point to where me and Matt was talking about on the way over here, starting to see bucks with, I seen a really big buck the other day. I'm honestly, it's one of these deals we may end up trying to get in on this deer, guys. He's he's a giant buck, but the problem is, is the only part the property that I think I could hunt him on is only like two and a half acres. And uh, but he's crossing through it. He walks through it almost every night, going to the pond. There's a pond on that little bitty piece of property. And uh, I guess that'd almost be like urban, like you know, I in mean, our neck of the really, woods, about well, as close as you're going to get to an urban deer hunt. Yeah, and the problem is, is it's 54 highways, probably 100 yards from where this tree's at, because there's one tree in this field, and then the gravel road's 40, 50 yards away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's a really tight corner, but it's one of them deals that I think I can get in there. I could get permission to hunt it. And guys, this deer's giant. I mean, for for me, I mean, I'm. I seen him the other day, and I'm going to try to get some pictures of it. And my guess is in velvet, which it's hard to guess. I would put him in the high 150, 160 range right now. I mean, he's big, which me and Matt seen him last year, and I'd say he was every bit of 150 last year. Oh, I mean, yeah. he was. And me and Matt have learned to always downplay it. Right. Because when you first see him, you're like, all right, 170 inches, buddy. When then you shoot him and you walk up there. So me and him's both learned that let's just call him. 20 inches smaller than what we hope he is. Right. Because that's probably really what he is. And trail camera pictures in the summertime with velvet is always tough to judge deer. Yeah, because they look, you know, they look Well, they massive. just look massive. And, and yeah. especially the dark pictures, it seems like that infrared stuff really makes their horns just pop. pop. But uh, it's time. I mean, hey, it's... Speaking of velvet, I was in Georgia, South Georgia, I seen one of the, the massive Georgia bucks they killed out here this this week. Yeah. And he was either out of velvet or he was really tight on his velvet. Already. Yeah, already. Well, I mean, the, uh, I mean they're, the, they're a little the, ahead of us, I think. I'm going to say and he, the deer. He was with. Go ahead. He was with a couple of he was with a couple of does, but I mean, I don't know how their seasons and stuff work down here. It's early. So, it opens pretty early down there. But I yeah. think that their rut's way late. I mean, it's later than ours is. So right now the deer are just bunched up, anyways. I'm, I mean, the bucks oh, yeah. are all bunched up. But uh, uh, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say these deer are at about seventy-five, eighty percent of their horn growth is probably because it seems like August they really kind of just finish out pretty quick. It doesn't take long. Yeah. And then, you know, you're getting excited. September gets here. They're holding velvet. And you're like, oh, yeah, we may be able to kill one in velvet. And then about Not a September 11th, 10th, seems like right in that area, they, they go shed it. And then once that happens, you got about a five-day window to kill them. And then they're going to go and do whatever. You know, and the problem with Missouri is our season opens the 15th. So we've got about two days. you got about the first two days of the deer season, in my opinion, to kill a buck that you've patterned all summer. But now I'm not saying you can't kill a buck all times during the year. People, you know, every year do it. But, uh, and if you don't pressure them a whole lot, but you know, I, and I was listening to Dan Infault. anybody that doesn't know who he is, he's the, the hunting beast. If you haven't watched any of his stuff, you need to, this guy's 
you'd like him, Matt. I mean, he's not about the BS. He's right. a deer hunter. And he is on a podcast the other day, and I can't remember whose it is. And uh, I was listening to it, and he was talking about hunting mature bucks. And he's like, all these guys, he said, it kills me that all these guys will get all these pictures, and they tiptoe, tiptoe around these deer and are scared to death. He's like, man, if you know where he's at, and you know, like, go in there and hunt it. Now, be smart. You know, right. use the wind to your advantage and don't tromp through there. But he said, go hunt him. He's like, you got to be aggressive because he said it may he may not do the same thing for three or four days. Right. But he said it's all it's really hard to run a buck out of his core area, and everybody thinks you will. Now he may change his pattern, but as far as running, because I think a big buck's and you know everybody's got their own opinion on it. And mine's probably wrong, but I feel like a big buck's core area is like a doe's. I feel like it's like now not during the rut, but I mean most of his right. life is about a one square mile. I feel like he's not gonna. The older bucks, I don't think, really travel a whole lot. And I think even during the rut, I don't think they, like, get crazy. I don't think they... I don't either. I think once I they I thought get, they traveled, traveled up to three miles. Well, I know the, like a, yeah. the two-and-a-half and, and three-year-old bucks, they've had them radio collared, and them things will travel yeah. long ways, like, long but ways. He, he's talking these big bucks, like your grandpa used to kill. Yeah, like old bucks. I think Biggins. that once they get to a certain age, it's just like, okay, this is where I live. And as long as nobody's bothering me, this is where I'm going to live. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's the, I'm telling myself that because I've got a buck that I've, I hunted last year that had the drop tine and all that stuff. And I'm hoping he stays in the same area. He has for two years in a row now. Uh, I'm hoping he's back doing the same things as he did last year. Cause if he does, this will be the third year in a row I've hunted him. And I think, and I can't complain because I got plenty close to him during the deer season. I just never, I never got him shot. But what do you got going on? Matt's got this serious look, like he's reading something. I'm studying. He wants to tell me something. I can tell. I've been studying on how to kill you. Yeah. Uh. Well, Matt, uh, uh, Matt Smith's got a uh, map, and it's like the rut map mm-hmm. of Georgia. And they are a little bit. I mean, honestly, a lot of their rut is in November. Same time as ours. Yeah. Um. But down South Georgia, right? It's uh, like way like Decatur County. Yeah, like January third. Yeah, so, or Decatur County because I was I was an hour and a half. Be southeast. Like, or I'm sorry, southwest. My bad, southwest. Yeah, this map. I was. I, don't, I was I was south of Macon, down in, dude, I can't remember what county it was, about um, two hours south of Macon. I was in Macon not last couple um, of weeks. This would, be, this would be south of Macon. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I was at Vidalia, where all the Vidalia, uh, that's where I was at. You get some onions for us? Vidalia. No. Vidalia. Uh-uh. Hmm. Sammy Kershaw sang that song, I believe. Yeah, he did. He's, yeah. Well, he's a good one, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked him. <clears throat> All the goodens are slowly starting to kill off, you know. We've got some pretty decent young guns too, but a lot of the goodens are slowly leaving us. But hey, I did last week. We were talking about music. I did go to a concert last. Week. Miley Cyrus. Was, yeah. No, c- close. Close. <laughs> close. Uh, <laughs> Lanco. 
But oh. uh, never heard of them. What? Yeah, they they are not worth crap. Oh. I ain't missing nothing. My wife won tickets to go watch Casey Donahue at the Shady Gators. Who's that? I have no idea. Huh? Casey Donahue? Yeah. You don't know who that is? No, he's nah. a good singer. What's I tell that? you, another one. What's he singing? Who was with? I can't tell you, Ralph. Yeah, because he's that good. Oh, he's huh? that good. <laughs> I can I can tell you who it is if I heard him. Buddy, I, a but good they, singer is like one when you say Hank Williams Jr. What name three songs he sings? It's pretty easy, right? You know, you, most have, people. Have can, you pr- have you priced Hank Williams Jr. ticket? Oh, I don't think. Honestly, I love the guy, but I don't think it'd be worth going to. It but, wouldn't be. Probably not now. Yeah, I, I mean, feel, there was a time when you yeah. Know, and so, and I'm saying that out of all due respect to all these guys, we went and watched the. Uh, the lead singer, Death Leopard. What was his name? Oh, I don't know. He, I'm, I'm out on that. Uh. Anyways, I don't even remember his name. That's how good it was. was yeah. It, is it George Brett? No. What's his name? No, that's George Brett played baseball, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, it was George uh, Brett. Brett. I'm Michael. thinking of Brett Michaels, but yeah, that's that not right. Him. Yeah, that's wrong. That's guns. And, that's the wrong one. Yeah, Poison, that's his band. Anyways, we want to watch guy. this guy, all right? Now, back in the day, yeah. these guys was awesome, you know, rockers. <laughs> yeah. Not now, boys. I mean, it's rough. He said he rocked it first <laughs> set. No, he, he lip-synced no. the whole thing, and it was just, it just, it's no. like. They're, they're rockers, but they're not jamming out. Well, rockers, and then, rockers. like, Willie Nelson was up here at the lake. You know, people's falling asleep out there. Like, which right. Willie Nelson has never been like a real performer. I know he can write the hell out of a song, right? But yeah, you just want to go yeah. see him. Like Matt Smith said, you just want to go see him before they kick it. And it's just like Hank Jr. I mean, he's. I do wish I would have went to that Reba concert up there in Springfield. Now I feel like Reba still throw down. Yeah. Which every country boy has a little soft spot for Reba. I don't saying, care what I'm, you say. Speaking of country boys, one of the best concerts I've been to was Earl Devils or uh, yeah Granger Granger buddy. I tell you right now, we've went to a couple of them, and that guy was really good. John Party was awesome. Yeah, I'd go watch him again. Oh, uh, well, you know, old David Lee Murphy there, was pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah, he was really good. We we got the talk with buddies the son with him. for a while. We didn't even know who he was, and then he's like, "Well, boys, I got to go." And he, he said, "He said, wish singing. me luck." Well, I said, "Oh yeah, okay, good luck, man." I We're thought, like, well. "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I got to give the old man a break." He said, he, you know. "He said I'll sing a few, yeah. and then I'll let him take back over." And I was like, "Well, son of a gun, he just stand there talking to us like yeah. you know, yeah, like we just he didn't you know, old buddies, yeah." Which a lot of them guys really are like that. I mean, yeah, and some of them I'm sure not. The yeah. same thing, you know, in the uh, industry. Yeah, uh, Missouri's very own Chris Jansen's pretty entertaining to watch he, too. Yeah, and he's good. You know, yeah, it'll buy me a boat. He's oh, yeah. I know I've heard that heard on that radio. Song. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some good songs. Well, See, I don't, his, I don't his, listen to the radio a lot. His country songs are good, but it's his after shows the best where they start playing like Metallica and ACDC. And he's he's playing every instrument. Do you is. like Metallica? No. What? No. Come on now. That's you've ne- what? You've never heard it to a country okay. band. Everybody thinks of Metallica. They're thinking it's like a screamo. They're not. Yeah, I just that ain't my cup of tea. Oh, man, I like that kind of stuff. Now, I don't like, like the... None yeah. of that. But Metallica... Yeah, you don't like that? 
that's not my deal. Dude, I mean, I got, I got that I stuff like, in my earbuds walking to the block. Man, I like almost all kind of music. Uh, at least one song out of every. Yeah, you know, there's always a song that everybody likes. It's like, oh, I don't like rap. And then at the halftime show, everybody was all about Dr. Dre and all them guys. Yeah. Which those guys was a lot better than the new. Yeah, this new stuff. Well, I don't know that, it gets pretty hey, raunchy, you know what I mean? And that, I, I'm more that like rap a, was, I'm more was like that rap Marty before Robbins. you guys' time? Hey, there's this place for everybody. You know, I like the bluegrass stuff and all yeah. that. Ricky Skaggs and all them guys. It's all good stuff. But if my playlist is like weird. Yeah, mine would be like Marty Robbins. Was uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, was that before your guys' time? That was about right out. Yeah, Hampton, I'm only only 22 years old, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I was wearing, I was in the Huggies at that, you know. Well, (laughs) you know, I I wasn't for sure if you guys were like mid-90s, like, you know, oh, youngins yeah. or what? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I'm more like I a, grew up listening to like Eminem in the '80s. Kind if of. you're talking about like rap, it was like Eminem yeah. and uh, all the other ones. I can't even think of them all. I, I'm not a huge rap, but I'll right. I listen to some of it. Of I, I'm like you, yeah, exactly. I like all of it. Yeah. There's even Marilyn Manson. I know the guy's a g- crackpot. Boy, howdy. Well, he's got other problems. Yeah. Some of his songs are catchy now. If other people sing them, there was one well, song that, that's uh, like at, that that he sung. Uh, actually, I think he sung somebody else's song, and it was actually pretty cool. And "Sweet Dreams," that's what it was. You gotta listen to it. Now his songs are freaky deaky. Like he's got some stuff going bad wrong right. with him. Well, but, that's like that Post Malone guy. Have he you, can sing. Have you heard some of his country Did songs? Did you hear him sing Brad Paisley's? Yeah, and not bad, not bad. You know, he was actually a like a big country music fan. Growing up, like he, he, right? He's sung a lot of country music. Well, now he's whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know. Now he's got three hundred what, tattoos. Whatever on they his call face that kind of music. Yeah, but you can't all. You know, it is what it is. You can't judge a book by its cover. The guy can sing. Oh yeah. So, and that's where I'm talking about on this podcast, guys. We went from early season bow season to Snoop Dogg and Marilyn Manson. Man, goodness. But hey, that's what we do here. Yeah, there we are. There ain't nothing wrong with hey. music. Hey, like let's let's t- let's talk about something real quick. Matt Smith posted a video of turkey. Yep, they had one so, with it. Do we do we actually think that the hatch is going to be down this year, or or what? Hatch is down. Now, I've seen people post pictures of hens that had all kinds of bolts with them. My brother-in-law's been cutting hay, and he said he's seen a ton of baby turkeys everywhere. Yeah. You know, we, we he's, he's see, ran a few of them over, unfortunately, but... We only seen one turkey on the nest this year cutting hay. Yeah. And we drove around her instead of driving over. We caught her in time and drove around her and left her, you know, I wish guys would, thing. I wish guys would... And I understand it's a, it's, you know, it's a business is keeping... I wish they'd wait a little bit to cut hay. So I've got like what? start cutting hay now. I feel like all the fawns are getting big enough that they can get out of the way. Uh, I think most of them are born now. I mean, I've seen them everywhere. That's one thing we don't have a shortage of, guys. The deer are thick. So at I, where I'm at, yeah. I've got that what 15, 20 acres there by the house that I have not brush hogged. Yeah, you know it's killing me. Yeah, but I did that for the turkeys because I'd seen several hens in there. 
And I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave that. You know, I got yeah, no, no cows in there. And there's three or four old hens that just kind of hang out in there. I have not seen one little one. Yeah. Well, you say that, but a lot of them will keep them little ones hid, too. I mean, it's yeah. not always... Uh, turkeys... I, guys, they're not... They're, it's going to be rough for them every year because it seems like time about time the hatch gets here, it rains for two weeks straight. Yeah. Well, a lot of them hens will, ha- you know, nest on the edge of the river banks or the creek banks. And you know, stuff happens, and it's just tough for them every year. But everything you can do, and, like, I'm not telling people when they should cut their hay. I get it. But if you can wait, and you're a deer hunter or, or a turkey hunter, I mean, the longer you can wait, the better, I've, I feel like. And I don't know. Well, I, know I, mean, I know they kill a lot of fawns and a lot of turkeys right. cutting hay. It lets them get a little bit older. I would agree with that if you wait. But also, they don't want their grass to burn up. So they're Right. Sure I mean, at. you got to yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, the fawns are the, probably the more apt to get the hay bind than the turkeys. I feel like the yeah. turkeys you could usually get out of the way. Uh, well, it's I, the nest. You get the nest most of the time. Right. Yeah. Turkey. So. I don't know. It's, it, you know, and like, but I can tell you right now from my survey, the deer population did not get hurt, boys. I There was a, there was two different does and they both had twins on our gravel road every day and just all over. Yeah. I've seen a ton of well, them down at Danny's. I mean, my, uh, I don't hardly have any. My deer population has changed a little bit on one of the farms. I did not know this until hay season, but one of the, somebody bought a property next to one of our farms. Well, guess what they did? They went in there and they clear cut it all. And well, the farm that I'm talking about, it's already all open anyway, so that really throws the damper on the deer. Yeah. They got hardly any cover now, so I don't know how that place is going to hunt. I'm not saying it's gonna we're going to be any better at hunting them, but we got plenty of deer up here where we're at. I mean, it's we can at least document the chase. Yeah, we'll be able to see yeah. deer. I feel like it's going to be a pretty good year, which, like I said, it's not too or It's time to start really thinking about getting out and, and doing stuff and when, it, it, it all it seems like when I was younger I had all the time in the world and it took forever for stuff to get here like deer season I'd already been out there putting cameras up and I'd been biting it a bit and now it's like it's already coming into like I mean July is going to be gone before we know it boys yeah. it's, it's go be, time right now yeah I mean it's going to be gone and here and I'm going to be running around like a crazy person trying to figure something, which I don't know why. These deer, this is the fifth year I've hunted this farm. They've done the every same thing every single year, basically. Every year, there's a couple big bucks coming out, what we call the horseshoe field or close to it. You know, the first couple nights of the season, you got a chance of killing them. And then after that, you might as well see if you can kill you a doe or two until October gets here and then go back up and try to start hunting them again. I mean, that's just... So, my plan, which we always know that works every time, yeah, is to, the first couple of days of the season, I'm going to hopefully get a buck pattern and try to kill it. If it don't work, I'm going to do just like I did last year. I'm going to tune in with Drakey, see if we can get him another. He's going to try to kill a buck this year. That's what he's determined to do, but I'm telling you, the boy's got an itchy finger, and then the nanny's getting close. He's shooting, so we'll see. I don't know, but... Yeah. You guys remember that picture I sent you last year on the 15th opening day? It had uh, a buck come in stealing full velvet. 
Well, there's, I mean, there's a lot of I'm bucks. hoping, I'm hoping that buck comes in, which I ain't seen the pictures yet. I don't even know if he's still alive. But if he didn't lose his belt then, he's probably still going to have it this year about the same time. I'm hoping he comes in on the first weekend and I get cracked up. Yeah. I always get my hopes up on killing one in full velvet, and then, like I said, usually three days before the season opens, they go and shed. So, but speaking of sheds, I seen a TikTok yesterday. Me and Matt did. It was cool. This guy had a picture of a buck, and it got baling twine or something hung up in its horns the year before. Well, it shed its horns, and they fell and wrapped around. It had them hanging off his neck. Like a horn necklace. And he grew his other horns back. So, he was wearing his last year's sheds, and he had his this year. So, I was like, man, that'd be awesome to kill. I don't even care how big it is. Right. I'd shoot it just for the mount. I think it would be awesome. Boys, you ain't going to believe this. I'm going through Kentucky right now on I-24, looking in the wheat field. I have seen a ton of deer. I believe it. You said wheat fields. Right. Seems like they like that stuff. Everywhere. Yeah. Kentucky's been kind of a sleeper state, buddy. Well, it's come on the last Tennessee, Kentucky, all those eastern, southeastern states. I say that Kentucky's basically straight east. Tennessee and Kentucky, they're not really, I mean, they are south from us. Right. But they're not like crazy south. I mean, it's, and it's like Indiana. I know it's coming on strong. I know that state's got a lot of big bucks in it. They got a lot of farm country over in that Mostly farm country. Yeah, so... You know, that, it, it, we've seen a map, and I don't remember who put it out. Boone and Crockett, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Had the uh, the top 10 states for the Boone and Crockett, and the, it would surprise you on where they, number one and two. Oh, if I told you Iowa wasn't number one, everybody would think I'm crazy. Right. Iowa wasn't even number two. Mm-hmm. I think it was number three. Wisconsin, Wisconsin was the number one. Uh, oh, man, who was number two? And you know something I was proud of? Missouri was number five in the top yeah, We were what? actually above Kansas. Yeah, we were. Wasn't it wasn't Ohio, was it? I feel I like know. Ohio was down maybe four even, or Illinois was three. And then it was, I uh, I think that's what it was. I think it was either Illinois and Iowa flip-flop three and four. Right. And then it was Missouri, and then I think Ohio. And then, or no, it was Missouri, Kansas, and then Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then it... it Went to like the southern states, and Arkansas right. was number eleven. Yeah, but Missouri was number five on that list of. Uh, but the the Wisconsin hey. one was what through. I mean, that was. Speaking of Missouri, our own TJ applied for a bear tag. How'd that go? I applied for an elk tag. Oh, elk! How'd that go? You didn't hear me calling saying, "Hey, man, I got drawn for that elk tag." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get drawn, but. uh Caleb Stamper did for a, a bear tag in our zone. Oh, really? Yeah, Chip's son. So in our zone? Yeah, we have a bear zone here in Camden County. Huh. Which, I mean, there's some bears here, but it's not enough for me to want to... I didn't apply for a tag because that's just... Where do you... Until we get to where, like, there's enough of them around that I think I can go hunt for one. Right. I'd probably do it, but... You know, the elk thing, it's a designated area. You got to, it's 100% down there so They're far. They're there, yeah. You know, so I put in for it, but I didn't get, I didn't get drawn for it. Uh, and if anybody is interested in the Missouri managed hunts, they're 
right now is the time to apply for that, which I thought about uh, putting us in for Truman State Park this year. It's close to the house. Uh, we probably won't get drawn. We've used up all our, our points, but if I don't put in every year, you don't get any points. So Kinda you got to put, put in, in every year, and then when one comes around that's really good, you know, they've got one up in Pike County, Missouri. They do every year. It takes like five hunters. Yeah. Or ten hunters. It takes two groups, I think. So it'd be twelve hunters. That wouldn't be the one to get on. That's, I think it was a black powder hunt too. Yeah, I don't I think it was so. something crazy cool. But uh so you gotta put in every year for that. Uh last year we hunted the Saint Francis deal, which that was a mess. I mean, Saint Francis State Park's a beautiful it was a cool place. But the way they just went about doing the deer hunt just was... And that's why I'm kind of leery on the Truman Truman State Park thing, too. Because it seems like we've went on three state park hunts now, and they've all been stupid. Well, they have the hunting zones and the no hunting zones. And, and it just kills it. You need to hunt yep. where you can't. Yep. And where you can hunt well, while there's no deer. They just I feel like if they really was worried about controlling the deer population, you could you should be able to hunt it all. Right now, if there's a bunch of houses and stuff, I get it, but like the Saint Francis thing, there was nothing. Yeah, all they did was give the deer a sanctuary to run to where we couldn't kill them, and that's exactly what they did. I mean, you could drive down the road and look over there and be ten of them standing there looking at you. So I don't. I feel like deep down inside, they're really not too worried about the deer population. I think it's all just a. I mean, a money thing. I'll say it. Yeah, because they make money off of this. So, you know, I'm starting to wonder if it's... Because you talk to the, the conservation agents and they'll even tell you, like, it's stupid the way they do it. Right. And it's like, well, why don't you guys do it different? Well, this is run but by where, the state park. Where's the money going? Because they, they ain't putting it back into the turkey. No. Well, it, it's I believe the parks get... The state park gets a lot of it. I mean, the MDC yeah. gets... Uh, a portion of it, obviously, because from the deer tags. But I imagine the state park gets some well, of that, Well, maybe too. not, but I I would imagine they're not doing it for free. Yeah, because you have to buy your deer tag. You get drawn, but you have to buy your deer tags, which is 17 bucks or something for your three deer tags or whatever. You know, it's not stupid. It's just like a regular deer tags. But uh, Now, the first year, the place I used to always go was uh, Lamine River. And when, now it was just a doe-only hunt, but it was a blast. And you kill your deer the first, it was a three-day hunt, but nobody had any tags left in three days. I mean, it was, you was done it. The, usually the first day, I mean, I could shoot three deer there in three days, and then the first morning, you know, I took the old lever gun, and, right. and they started across that field, You buddy. clocked in and went to work, huh? Right. We didn't get to hunt a whole lot in open out ground, so when I got turned loose with a rifle in open plains, yeah, I, I mean, it was. You made him pay. I'm not bragging, but I was shooting, you know what I'm saying? You were. You was squiggly down under, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, they was only like 50 yards, <laughs> you know. They just all come out in a line, and it was so there were so many guys shooting around and stuff. Uh, when you shot one, they didn't know what direction to run. They'd stand there. So if you dropped one, the other ones would just stand there, and you just pick them off. And, you know, that was it. You know, I, I on the first year I went, I killed my three deer in an hour. And... That you know, the rest of the time I was just running around with everybody, helping them drag deer and having fun. Yeah, I mean, I was 16 years old, so I was pretty spry. Yeah, I could drag stuff, you know. So the old men had me dragging deer, gutting deer, and that's what I did. But uh, 
they haven't been doing the Lamine River managed hunt, and I don't know what the deal is there. But that place, it, we used to go up there every year and camp, and then they took away the antlerless deer tags. You had to use your buck tags only. Well, back in them days, boys, we was meat hunters. We wasn't. Right. So we just stopped going. I mean, it, and I missed the place. It was always so much fun to hunt up there. There's a lot of crop fields. And it wasn't far away. It's just right outside of Sedalia, just a little ways, uh, Otterville. I yep. mean, it's right there. But it was always a blast. And it was always fun and easy to hunt. I liked it because it kind of gave you a little taste of what I was like. Like, it was just big old cornfields, and you hunt the woods in between them. You know, it wasn't hard. You find a deer crossing, you sit on it, and you'd kill your deer. And there was a lot of big bucks up there. Uh, my buddy Mikey Jennings, I know he's killed two or three bucks, you know, poping young bucks up there with his bow. Uh, my brother missed a giant buck, had trail camera pictures of it and everything. Uh, I killed a a, a giant 97-inch eight-pointer up yeah, there one Yeah, I've year. seen it. Yeah, I, I got yeah. it out at, uh, well, no, it's in Drake's room now. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. Big body, that's what I used to always say. Yeah. Well, look at the body on that one. Yeah, well, look at the tail. But, boys, I was, I think I was 16, 17 years old when I shot that deer. It was I was tickled pink, you know, I didn't care. Uh, but, uh, my dad killed, has killed a couple nice bucks up there with his bow. Um, you know, it, it was always a lot of fun. You always at least seen a big buck at some point, which at that time, you know, a big buck to me was 125 didn't, inches. Didn't big Dave kill a big one up there? Yeah. And Dave's killed a couple big ones up there. I mean, it's which they used to go hunt there every year. They'd go hunt there during a rifle season, which the rifle season's buck only. Yeah. But, uh, and and it got hunted, but it had enough room to where a guy can, because it's a pretty good sized place, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, another place I hunted, and I haven't been there since I was little. I don't even think I was hunting yet when we hunted there. Was Bunch Holler, which is up just north of Chillicothe, and I'd love to go back up there. But uh, we used to kill a lot of deer up there on public land, because that's all I used to hunt. I mean, you too. I mean, we didn't mm-hmm. have. We didn't have the private farms to hunt, so I grew up hunting a lot of, uh, down by Bennett Springs, I hunted a lot of the Barkley Springs. Um, I hunted lead mine a whole Did bunch. you hunt Barry Bluff? Barry Bluff yeah. a lot. I mean, I, I used to See know that? Barry Bluff like that's, the back of my hand, but. That's something I never did It's not public land. I tell oh, you yeah. what. I grew up Mark Twain National Forest. I know, I don't. <laughs> I'm very blessed, and I don't never want it to change the way it is now. I love hunting private property, but I do miss the hunting camps and all of us getting together right. and camping and all that part of it, and the not worrying about how big they are. If it's legal deer, we were shooting it because yep. back then, you know, if somebody killed a buck in in deer camp, it was it didn't matter if it's named old scraggly seven point not matter i mean everybody was tickled pink when i first moved up here we hunted a mule shoe a whole lot because they had a nice little campground we'd all go camp up there and uh you know if somebody killed a buck it was everybody was ecstatic and there was some big bucks around that mule shoe yeah uh i only seen a couple like what i'd call now big bucks but there's a lot of you know 115 to 125 class deer on that proper i mean if that's which you know most people be tickled pink to shoot these deer a lot of really right. nice deer and i and i was trying to shoot them you know i just never got lucky enough which i used to just if i'd see a buck rub i'd sit on it for two days you know that's 
yeah. I didn't know much. If I seen any kind of buck sign at all, I'd lose my mind about it. And like, if I fa- ever found a fresh scrape, boys, I'd camp out on that thing for a week. Yeah. You know, and it didn't matter. Middle it, of the rut. Yeah. It'd be November and I'd be sitting on a, and then I slowly, as I got older, I'm like, boy, November, it's like, where do you see all these does at? Cause that's where you need to be hunting at. Like November, I feel like you need to hunt the doe, which November gets wild anyways. You just got to get out there. But, you know, but the public land days, I, I sure do miss it. I miss the, the, the challenge part of it. I miss the, I don't miss dragging the deer. I guess that's basically what I don't miss. Right. Was, well, but I mean, when I was a kid, when I was little, little, you know, me and dad hunted Mark Twain. That's all we had to hunt. Yeah. And I mean, we just wouldn't get crazy far from well, the road. You know, you know what, what I mean? It paid off a lot of the time. My little brother, uh, yeah, there's a 170-inch deer over top of my head right here they killed out there. So Yeah, 150 yards from the truck. Yeah. You know. My little brother, uh, shoot, it wasn't four or five years ago. We went to mule shoot during the rifle season, and it was just, it, it intimidates you when you pull in there, and there's so many people everywhere. You're like, boy, I don't know. Right. So, which I was hunting this private property I had at that time, but he talked me into going down there with him, and... uh we walked in, and he's like, I'm just going to go sit on this log. He said, it's right up this draw, like 150 yards. I'm like, okay. He's like, well, I'm not getting back off in there. He said, I'll, you know, there's too many people. I stayed at the trail. I mean, I walked in at this one trail, and I passed three guys in the first 20 feet. <laughs> right. So I just turned around and went back to the truck. I thought, well, you know, which we got down there late. We got down there about two hours before dark, and everybody was already out hunting, really. And I don't want to stomp on anybody either. Cause I don't want them doing to me. So it's the, when I walked in and seen the first guy, I just turned around and walked out. I was like, well, I don't know. There's six trucks in the parking lot. I don't know where any of these guys are at. Right. And my brother walked in there and he was in there about 15, 20 minutes and boom, I heard a gunshot and there was a guy sitting on the tailgate sitting there. I was talking to him and he goes, well, there's one. I said, yeah. I said, my brother just walked up in there. I said, it, that didn't sound very far away. And it wasn't two minutes later, I got a text, and Trenton killed a pretty nice buck. I mean, it was an old buck. Oh, yeah. But uh, them guys kicked it up, and it was just hanging out right there by the road. But he said there were some guys walking around up on top of the ridge, and they jumped him, and he ran right down there to him. So that's the, that's my experience with publicly, and you either got to go to the back corner of it or sit in the parking lot. Yeah. Because all that stuff in the middle gets hunted. Hard. Hard. So... And, and there's other cool places. Like, one of the places we used to hunt was uh, the Outlet Park at Palm de Terre Lake. And a lot of people yeah. don't really know about it. It's archery. Core ground. It's core ground, but it's archery only. It's got an awesome little campground there. I mean, if you go there in October or bo- early bow season, they got the showers and stuff. Like, you got electric hookup. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, water. You can fish right there. They got water. They got... It's nice and mowed. Uh, they got a gravel road that runs all the way through the whole place. You can take your deer carts. I mean, it's really cool. That one year we bow fished. We need to go up the there. river. We need to go up there and camp this year. Take Matt because it's core. We can film on that. Yeah, it's core property. It's not MDC. It's bow only, yep. but it's an awesome place to take a climbing stand. Is what I always used to do. Now yep. I'm going to tell you now. You're not going to go up there and probably kill big old buck. No, but it's there's does like crazy, and and that's what we used to always go do. Yeah. We'd all go up there and shoot us two or three does and get the 
opening. I liked it for early season because it had the gravel paths to walk on. Well, and they got that really nice uh, archery range. Yeah, there's a bow range right there. Uh, they used to have a really good hamburger joint, but it's a Mexican place now. But the crappie hole's still there. Yeah. But uh, it had an awesome little bow range already set up. And uh, the walking in and out was good. You didn't get full of ticks. Now, you obviously had to get in the woods a little bit, but not really that no. far. Because a lot, they keep it mowed around the edge of this road. Well, it's all clover and stuff. Well, that's what all these deer come out and eat. So you just set up. Matt set in a ground blind. I had, these, I had these little kids, buddy. We brush this sucker in. I mean, you know, good. John Rambo has been best, proud of the us. The best that I've brushed in, like it was enough to hide from humans. Good enough. Now, and, Matt only had a shooting hole, which we weren't filming. So right, it didn't matter. They only had a shooting hole about that, the size of a softball out the front of this thing. TJ came at night. He he went back in the woods further or whatever, and he came out. He said, well, did you see anything? I said, nah, these little kids kept riding their bicycle around, you know, down this path. And he said, well, didn't they see you? And I said, no, they never knew I was here. He said, oh, man. He said, I just started growling or doing something. He yeah, said, I'd have got him. I scared him to death. The funny story about when me and Matt was hunting up there, we were walking down this power line, and uh, there was an old ladder stand that you'd tell had been there 100 years. It's growed in a tree and stuff. Matt's like, I'm going to go sit in that old ladder stand. He's like, whoever put it there yeah. had to have known there was deer up there. I said, all right. I said, well, I'm going to go 200 yards down this power line, and then I'll go in and sit. So me and Matt are thinking we're going to be 200 yards apart. Well, little did we know that this hill, there's a power line you know, running this way. We walked down it when the hill was like a triangle and you, we just walked towards each other. He He's sitting up and uh, I go, I hang my, which we didn't know. Right. I mean, we couldn't I, see each other. Enough. I don't know how you didn't hear me climb the tree in that climbing stand, which you probably did, but the squirrels were thick and uh, I'm sitting there and uh, Matt texted me and he said, man, there was a doe. He said, she just got by me. He said, she's just a little out of range. He said, it's kind of heading your way. And I'm like, all right. And I didn't even just bear. I just said, okay. And I, I heard something. I look and it's coming over the hill and she walks right down there to me. Well, I whack, you know, I smoked her turn around and runs back. And then, and Matt's like, dude, I heard your bow go off. Yeah. So he goes, <laughs> he goes, Hey man, he goes, I killed this doe. I said, yeah, I know. And he goes, well, come down here to me. And I said, no, you come up here to me. He said, she's laying right here. <laughs> kicking he, so I, I, so I just, I crawled down. I'm like, okay. So I walked down there to him. He gets, he's like, yeah, he's like, we'll track her right up through here. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, tracker, <laughs> you know. So he, we're going along this little ridge top, and all. Next thing you know, he's like, oh, right there she is. I said, yeah, I know. He looked back at me, he goes, what do you mean? You know? Yeah. I said, I watched her fall. I said, look right there. The tree stands. And I mean, my tree stands forty <laughs> yards from her. And he's like, what in the world? I said, dude, I don't know what happened. Well, I was we, like, but then we looked at the topo map, and I'm like, dude, I just walked right towards you. Like we didn't sit seventy five yards apart. <laughs> I was like, well, it worked though. I mean. uh Lost my release. It's probably still laying up there. Probably. I took it off to filter rest the deer, but uh, it was a lot of fun. That place is always fun to hunt. And you always seen some deer. Yeah. I mean, you always seen, you know, you never went out and sit and didn't see nothing. Right. And if you have older people or somebody that's, it's easy hunting. It's not real hilly. Now, we're meeting you back on that corner. It gets a little hilly, but nothing yeah. terrible. But uh, you got to hunt different. Oh, yeah. You can't be scared like, oh, this lady just walked by walking her poodle. I'm going to go back to the camper. Nah, just wait. Them deer will be right behind the poodle. Buddy, you know? the deer do not care about people. You don't got to worry about what way the wind's blowing down there. Nothing. Nah. They, uh, 
we, I was walking down one of the gravel paths, and there's this giant oak tree, and it was dropping them acorns. It's got, like, the fuzzies around the top. Big old bur oak is what I call them. I don't know what they... Right. All right, I'm going to interrupt this conversation for a second. Anybody want to know what all these noises is? Is Justin is riding in a truck, and we're trying to do this, so it's his fault. It sounds like we're having a scary movie playing in the background. <laughs> Anyways, I was walking down the path, and I found these big old burrow acorns, and there's deer crap everywhere. And I thought, well, I'm going to sit by this tree. And the only tree I could get in was six feet off the edge of this gravel path. And I'm sitting there, and there was a group of Girl Scout girls, whatever, track. I was a track. Track. They come waddling by, running by, and I'm thinking, my God. Well, Matt texts me, and he's like, dude, this is the first year you went down there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what have you got me into? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I just had the whole... Uh, Hickory County track team. Yeah, run by run my blind. By my blind. I was like, I'll just be patient, man. He's like, yeah, whatever. And I mean, thirty minutes for dark. I killed a deer right there. Yeah. Matt had them. They was which where you was hunting. That's a little tough unless you can shoot seventy yards, right? Because they, you don't have a certain place where they come out at. They just there they are. But uh, and there's a little island over across the road. My brother used to always hunt it. Uh. He had the park hose shoot at him one time on accident. Yeah. The guy was driving on his golf cart, and he shot it once with a with the crossbow. crossbow. It was out of stand. it. Trenton said it was, he was getting ready to shoot it out of his tree stand, and he said it threw its head up, and he heard a little, like a golf cart, and it slams the brake on, and the camp host whips his crossbow out and slings one across there. <laughs> Trenton's like, well, he's shooting up here amongst me, man. He said, I don't know. I was like, well, now we got him. I said, you should have recorded it. That way we can be like, hey, we got some blackmail. We kill a deer. You're bringing that golf cart in here. That's right. Which I they probably would for you anyways. But yeah. uh, it was pretty neat. They usually had a little food plot right in the middle of it. Uh, it was just a neat place. And if anybody's wanting to know what we're talking about, it's called Outlet Park. And it's right at the Palm de Terre Dam. I mean, just right on the, literally the backside of it. And it's probably, what, 300 acres? I think right at it. I mean, it's pretty good size. Yeah. But it's archery only. You know, you don't got to worry. And there's some monster gobblers on it. And we've always kicked around the idea of going up there in the springtime and just bow hunting them. And we probably need to do it because they don't get no pressure. You know that. Well, well not, I don't know. Not, not till now. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Since the crossbow thing come out, I bet some guys have tried to hunt them turkeys. Yeah. Because you could just about hunt them like you had a shotgun with a crossbow. I mean, you could just set it on your knee. and But, uh. There was always giant turkeys up there every year, always. Big old gobblers. But uh, it was a really neat place. Had the river ran right on the backside of the Palm de Terre River. It's close to stuff. If you wanted to go eat, there was a whole bunch. And like I said, I'd take my camper. It was a full hookup. Yeah. And you had electric, water, everything you wanted. So, And then hot shower. They had a shower house right there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It didn't suck. You weren't roughing it. No, and it was always early season when we went. I've never been down there late in the year because like and i'm not saying you can't kill a big buck now we always seen yeah some buck rubs and stuff which all these does have fawns and stuff with them so you know there's bucks you know in the real world that's how it works right yeah you know so uh you know there's bucks down there and i you know i'm sure there's probably good ones in there why wouldn't there be none that we ever stumbled across which like i said we were always hunting but the yeah. first week of both. We always made it to opening weekend of bow season is what we did until we started getting pictures of big bucks back at home and we're down there chasing nanny. Goats That's what Matt, you were like. <laughs> I don't know. Justin, what I don't know what you got going on, man. 
You were interrupting this broadcast. I'm telling you what. If my chauffeur would drive straight, it'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, is that the rumble strips we're hearing? Hitting rumble strips. No, I've got technology in my truck. My truck will drive itself. And, huh. yeah, it, I think Matt's missing it one day. Huh. And uh, I think we did a live or something one day doing something. I don't know. Anyways, it gets over too far on the white line. It'll make funny noises. Get over the other way, it makes funny noises. Well, that guy's It'll been pay- back and forth between yeah. the mustard mayonnaise. Well, the next time that goes off, I'm going to yell, right turn, Clyde. Hey, everybody listening, this, huh. is, this is real life. It ain't. It's the truth, as Primos would say. We don't That's sugarcoat right. it. I mean... When you got unscripted. a truck, when you've got a truck driver on the team, you just got to deal with stuff. But no, the 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 deer camps and the public land stuff I do miss, and we need to just start doing that stuff again. I mean, in a perfect world, me and Matt can both kill our bucks like opening weekend, and then like mess around for till rifle season. It'd be yeah. awesome, but that's in a perfect world. Which now my our kids are hunting and our wives are hunting, so. You know, which that's not a bad place to take. Oh no! To, you know, take the uh, wives or something and go yeah. bow hunt. And so there's an idea. We may you. have to dabble. May have to take the bit. girls up there and let them bow hunt and film it a little bit and stuff. You know, let if that Brittany get her deer killed with a bow up there, be cool. And it, hey. like I said, you can ground blind hunt a lot of it. It's got a lot of good cover to hide a ground blind. Because my I've wife's got a, a huge fan of tree stands, right? I've got a new hunter with me this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My wife, she was bound and determined to get her hunter safety course so she could hunt more with me. So she went and did it. We're going to be setting her up a bow. Probably go set her up a bow here after we get back to vacation. Have you decided on which bow you're going to go with? We're going to go to Bass Pro, the clearance aisle, and Uh, gear up. I'm going to tell you right now, man, my wife has a diamond infinite edge and i'm sure you i think you can get them there yeah you can you can get the uh uh what's that gal's name shockley eva shockley yeah you can get those there for like 50 percent off yeah this bow that we bought megan which we bought it brand new at a bow shop it was like 400 bucks but it was fully set up and it goes from five pounds to 70 pounds yeah and you can do it all yourself no bow press you can change the uh draw, the draw. length you can change everything it was a really well, cool deal because what Megan said was we'd get it, and uh, when she, when Drake got bigger, he could shoot it because, like I said, it goes from five pounds to seventy pounds. See, my bow, my bow's out of commission right now. It's it's fixing to get sent to get uh, redone. Yeah, mine's still yeah. same old bow. It's been for well, we lost we lost our bow shop there in town. Yeah, they closed their doors so. I have to ship my bow to Illinois now to get it working. So it's going to have to go up there, get restrung, redone, all that good stuff, get it back. I still got the old zebra string when it come on it whenever I bought it at a, uh, High Prairie back when Jamie Smith was running it. Sit back in the glory days. About 2007, six or seven is when we bought those. When did the helium come out? 2006, because we bought them brand new. Yeah, probably around then. Because I got two of them. You know, I got pops. I got mold sixty pound limbo, which it's going to be the new frog killer. So, okay, so that's what we got coming up next in the world. It is officially frog season here in Missouri. And if you haven't watched back in the day, 
back when Matt had just regular Well, I don't think, hold on, though. Matt Smith, was that unpublished work? Yeah. That people oh, don't know. they don't even know about no, it. No, they don't know Frog on a Stick. So, Matt and uh, Scott Luthi filmed a Frog on a Stick, buddy, and they were shooting for all, bullfrogs with a bow, and... I actually, I got to start digging around and find some aluminum arrows. I was going to see if, I think I got a couple in the laundry room I had for, I got on a recurve. I know you've got a whole pile of them, but uh guy needs to try to figure that out. So I think that's, we got birthdays this, all our, okay, so me and Matt's kids all have the same birthday. Yeah, both of mine do. Right. Twins. They literally have this, now Drake's a couple years behind them, but they have the same birthday. Uh So we celebrated Drake's this past weekend up at camping and we got to get through all the boys' birthdays this weekend so and swadley's boys birthday yep it's all just a cobbled up mess but uh we're gonna get through that uh it may have been that late i mean i don't remember i'm just guessing yeah i'm thinking six seven would have been switchback yeah maybe because he bought a switchback down there too well the one brent's got yeah. And then he went back and bought the Helium brand new. So it, you're probably right. I was thinking of the switchback. See, yeah. We got the switchback when it first come out. He bought it from Jamie Smith. And I think that... Uh, now, Hampton, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. So we're talking about these old Matthews bows. Old. Yeah. Still yeah. still hunting with them. Kill, 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 kill. Yeah. Now, do you have the, the monster? The Chill R? Chill R. Yeah. Uh... But hey, Who was wait a minute! Wait, that... wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you guys get the TikTok? I oh yeah, I watched Matthew's it. Bow? Oh yeah, it's I figured that true. made your that that I made your guys. Day, oh, the it? guy just you know flings her here, hits a bullseye, holds it upside down, yeah. flings it bullseye, just puts it there, bullseye. Did, didn't yeah. even have to pull it back. No, you just what yours doesn't with... do that. No, he's oh. gonna call. He's gonna call BS on us because he knows mine don't do it. Because I missed one on TV <laughs> with mine. <laughs> yeah, it's because had a PSE loop, D loop tie. That's on what it, it was. I shoot. Is that, is that what it was? Yeah. I guess I don't know. No, that was all a, a solid case of misjudgment. Even though we ranged it. Hey, I know how far it is now. He better not duty. And you know the crazy story is. I'm pretty sure it's the buck that I was hunting last year. So, I'm excited about that, though. I'm excited to see how much he's grown. Because even Matt's got a little history with him now. Yeah. Like, even you got a little salt in the eye from right. him. So, it's almost like a team effort on getting this deer killed. It'd be, it'd be he, if he's grown just 10 inches, he's going to be a giant. I mean, oh, if yeah. he stayed the same, giant. I don't care. Like, because we've seen him up. It's one of them deals where you're like, oh, yeah, trail camera pictures now, buddy. I looked at him through the binoculars for a solid 25 minutes one day. Yeah. So, uh, And I, I've got, I thought we had some long last footage of it. I'll have to dig through some SD oh, cards. Oh, there's, it's there. I just, I watched, I watched I've got a bag of it. SD cards, you know, that deep at the house from all this stuff. I need to just get smart and put it all on an external hard drive or something. And But, you know. I'm so I'm so far behind. I got to order new batteries for my main camera because right now it's out of commission because my batteries are all crap. China. So I've still shooting with the old DSLR, which it shoots good, would, but it's not like my other one. I was going to buy a uh, new camera this year. Uh, matter of fact, I was going to buy one two weeks ago, and chickened out. We 
no, we sold our house, and so we're in the process of moving and remodeling, so there went on with him. Oh. Hey, you sold your house. Where are you living? Uh, we got two other houses. That's what I lived in. Oh. He's got that Hampton money. <laughs> right. I hear that. Don't they got motels named after him? The Hampton? Hampton Inn. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. That's see, it's all coming out now. And he still won't <laughs> buy Matthews. I don't get I don't it. Get it. <laughs> don't make I, mean, can't a, I, I can't afford one. Oh, whatever. Oh, that's... Hey. How I'm much do you think he's going to spend on this one he's sending off to Illinois? <laughs> I don't know. So if it's 500 bucks, that's half the cost of a new... Well... Maybe not quite half the cost of a new Matthews, but yeah, but you're getting there. You know, you're quarter. getting close to a quarter of the cost of a new Matthews. Now, I'm not going to say there's not a Matthews in my future because I'm I'm going to an event in October, and I may come out with a Matthews on. So the way that you change archery equipment like your underwear, I'd say good thing about Matthews is is the resale value is fire on them yeah. things. Like you well, can still smell is, a, yeah, you, I can you still can swell sell, my switchback for what I get for You can it. sell a switchback right now for 400 bucks. Oh, yeah. Easy. My, pro, my, my problem is I don't sell nothing. Yeah. I got I two of them hanging in my back room back there. Yeah. But the, the, the old switchbacks, buddy, I think they were eight or 900 brand new back in the day, and they're, what, 500 bucks now? Yeah, but how old are they now? Oh, yeah. 20 years old? They come out like the early two. Well, no, about two thousand six, seven. seven. So, seventeen, eighteen years old now. Pretty good bows. You still get five hundred dollars for it. you. Can't give a PSE away from two thousand five or six. No, they'll <laughs> blow up on you. A lot of them hadn't made it. I tell you what, Parker used to have a really good bow back then, though. Yeah, my uncle had a Parker. You uh, know, honestly, Hoyt's always have, had a good bow. I mean, I'm not too yeah. proud to say. I look. Earlier this year, when I put my PSE down for a little bit because I had my back issues, I went in and looked at a Hoyt, and I thought, you know, I kind of like that, but they're so bottom heavy, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was the carbon one they had, like the RX five or whatever carbon. Yeah. I've never shot, it, I've never shot one, so I can't say here or there. I mean, it, it, it was just too heavy for a carbon bow. My first, my first bow when, was a Matthews SQ. When you a shoot two or whatever it was, had the little yeah. bitty wheel on the yeah. top and the bigger wheel on the bottom. Yeah, solo cam. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, a solo right. cam. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had the little wheel on top. Uh, I uh, shot that until I got my dad's switch back. I'm just gonna say it. When you shoot the best, there ain't no, there ain't no oh, reason no, to shoot I take any that, rest. I take, yeah, I take that back. The only bow I've ever owned that wasn't a Matthews is I bought a Redhead XP32. Really? On clearance at Bass Pro, and I shot it for a couple of years, but it was a dual cam bow. Hey, you could it. not keep that thing tuned in, buddy. I'd have to sight it in every two weeks. So was the monster was the first dual cam from Matthews, made, right? And then the chill, right? It was the first split limb. Yeah, at that time, mm, no Creed. Oh, was the Creed before the monster? Yeah, I guess it was. Because, like, the Creed Monster was, like, their first split limb bow. Yeah. Well, now they're all split limb bows. See, now I wish they'd go back to a solid limb bow. I think Bowtech's the only one that makes a solid limb. Does Prime still make? Didn't they? I know they was about the only ones that had a solid limb bow. Well, uh, Yeah, and there's some other off-brands, like, uh, well, and stuff like that. Yeah. 
What's Britney's bow? It's a, uh, uh, <laughs> it's not a prime. It's the other one. Uh, it's solid lamb. It's, what is that thing? Pretty good bow. Is it a prime? No. Wow, we've drawn a blank. Mm. It's a good bow. I just can't think of what it is. It's a bigger brand. Come on, Hampton. You know all of them. Yeah, rattle some off. Uh, Tom McMillan uh, shot him forever. Who? McMillan. It's either Point. No. Matthew. No. PSD. No. Prime. No. Reflex. No. I've never even heard of them. <laughs> Reflex? Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's not a bow tag. I got one. Uh, Reflex is the ones that had all, like, the dampeners and crap all over them all the uh, time. Well, it was a Hoyt knockoff. Yeah. But it was actually a Hoyt. It just- they had, like, all the little squishy things all over them. They looked. It was. A, they looked cool it, at the time. It was a poor. It was a poor man's choice. What it was. Yeah, I had it's kind of like the mission. Now yeah. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. You want a bow that's inexpensive and really good. Mission is. That's it. And you may want to look at that for your wife, Hampton. Hey, they make a. a speaking, yeah, speaking of mission, they make a uh, single one. Yeah. Solid limb. Uh, yeah. They're, 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 well, Matthews does too, but they're target bows. But I think Mission yeah. makes a hunting bow that's like that. Elite. Yeah. Elite. I knew I, as soon as you said Ellie. Elite. That's what she's got. It's a, it's a solid limbo. So that's a good bow too. Yeah, they are a good bow. All's not lost in the solid limb because that's my thing. But now Elite's not solid limb anymore. No. But that was my thing. I was always scared to death to leave my solid limb bow because I just like the way it shoots. I, I I mean I shot my brother just bought the new Matthews last year, whichever one it is now. I mean, I, hey, get back on the road. Right turn, Clyde. Uh, whichever one he's got now, it's the newest. This last the year's V3. Model. Yeah, I think so. And <laughs> it's nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. But he bought that 80-pound limbo, my brother did. And boys, it ain't, it ain't for 30-year-olds. I'm t- I ain't that old, but boys, it's snack, crackle, and pop when you go to pull it back and I hunted with it one day because mine, I was having, I don't remember what I had going on with it. But anyways, Trenton let me take it out there. And I was like, boy, I, I was like, I can't shoot it sitting down, which we was in a tree stand. So then I got nervous, which I could shoot it good. But boy, it was all I, you know, and I, I don't like hunting like that. Right. So I went back to the old helium. She hasn't let me down too much. I mean, I think I've let it down more than it's let me down. Only hey, I only missed one buck last year. That was a pretty good year. I missed that ten pointer there towards the end of the season. Bounced it off that limb. That's right. I may not have just told everybody about that. I kind of forgot about it. That's the only buck I. That's the only deer I missed with my bow last year. I didn't just go slinging arrows everywhere last year. I was so determined to kill that deer, and I got drawn back on him one time and clanked on the tree stand, and you know that was it. I didn't have any other opportunities. Really, where he got close enough. So, and then by the time all the other bucks showed up late season, they all lost their horns. That's what got me last year. Yeah, they I dropped them quick. I, seemed like in December, I could have killed every one of my shooter bucks. I mean, I had them all twenty yards every night, but they was all no horns on them or half a half wreck. That ten pointer I missed. He come in one night, had one side, and I just I was like, well, I'm not gonna. 
I ended up finding both his shed, so I should have just shot him <laughs> and glued him back on. I just don't feel like I'd want to do that. I don't, if I'm going to kill him, I want him to be. Right. And that's what makes me nervous about late season is because Megan shot that buck with her muzzleloader this year, and I was scared to death to drag that thing out with its horns on its head. But it made it through, which December, everybody's like, what are you talking about? Buddy, I don't know what it is out there where I'm at. December, like after Christmas, they're dropping them. I mean, it's just. Yeah, just the way it works I don't know why, and it's every year. I'm like, well, maybe it's because this or maybe, no. Every year, the big bucks will just drop them. So, I don't know. We'll see, but. uh, All right, Hampton, you got anything you want to add here towards the end? Nope. I'm I'm getting fired up about deer season. No, I I took the, pretty much the whole summer off and not thought about it a whole lot. So. It's starting to get coming in now. Like it's getting to where you're starting to get that jittery feeling about it. Well, it, it's been great, you know, because a, a lot of the guys that listen to our show they hunt just as much as we do, and some, some hunt more. And they know it's a wear and tear on us all year, all season. What is it? Four tell, months, five months of hunting. Yeah, and especially filming that stuff. It just oh yeah. Uh, but I, I love it now though. I mean, I I don't know if I'd I don't know, be weird hunting well, I got, a camera now. I, like you, I got asked. And I haven't I got asked the other long. day. I got asked the other day, and it wasn't nothing against the hunting industry. It was they they want to know how come I wasn't promoting a lot, you know. And I said, well, you know, there's times where you got to step back, and take a break, and just get away from. It. You know, get out of light or whatever you're in. You know, man, I think I, I think people are just getting fed up with the whole hoopy yeah. hoppity stuff nowadays. I mean, it's just people just want to watch people deer hunt. Yeah, yeah, and they I don't want to hear about I, all the crap and see all this stuff that they can't afford. Yeah, you know, if we could all plant a twenty thousand acre bean field, we could probably all kill a big buck, but we don't have exactly. that luxury. So you know, you know, this year I done a mineral change this year. And I hated to do it, but everybody knows inflation is terrible right now. Well. Except for Brandon. I switch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's living it up, ain't he? He's just trying to learn how to ride a bike, man. That's all yeah. he's trying to figure out. He's not having much hey, luck. Speaking of, speaking of that, did you guys see that that? TikTok or whatever, Trump was swinging a golf club and hit the golf ball, and, yeah, and they yeah, slid yeah, it. Wow! We've, oh man, I slid so hard all. at that. <laughs> anyway, I think I, I saved switched, that one. I, <laughs> I the guy didn't even say uh, on his Fourth of July speech. He didn't even say like, "God bless." And his wife had to say it because he forgot. Yeah, it's it's getting. Uh, let's it's it. Let's hear about this mineral. Yeah, let's go back to the mineral. We're getting down a street that it gets bumpy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't well, think anyways, we've I, got a lot of liberals that listen to this, but if we do, you guys we might, just lost them. You might want to change the channel. <laughs> I mean, For the, I switched to uh, Trophy Rock this year because I think it's got more bang for the buck. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Whenever we could put mineral out here, the Trophy Rocks was really what good. Yeah, yep, they were really good. But, uh, well, I mean, it's fifteen dollars for a thirty-pound bag. The, well, the loose stuff not, lasts for a pretty good while. I like the rocks. Four, four, four bags. I got some of them too. Four bags last a year on one spot. Yeah. So, I went to Tractor Supply and I got two chopping carts full of them. So, 
I'm good to go. I'm pretty sure his last name is on that Hampton Motel. <laughs> hey, all I know is I, I bought them trophy rocks at MFA. I'm just saying you could charge it. It just says man. Hey. Yeah, that, that dude, goes to the dude, cows. Thanks for the same my cattle. cow. My cattle love trophy rock. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I bet they do. It's yeah. mainly salt. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, they love that. Salt. It's a sugar coated salt block, buddy. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Left yeah. Not sure it's what just, that was. It's it's just kind of funny. Hey, <laughs> it's you just kind of funny look. reverse or something. <laughs> it's just kind of funny watching cattle lick on stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, we don't get to do any of that anymore here. So now, yeah, he's, now here you just got to hunt close to the. The cow licking stations, I guess. <laughs> but, I, you know, it is what it is. It sucks for the trail camera guy. I mean, for the pictures, it's what... I, that's what I never really ever hunted a mineral site, and I know people do and have success doing it, but it was always right. good for me to get pictures of deer. Kind of inventory them or whatever. Yeah. So I don't, I don't hunt the site. I hunt, you know, 100, 200 yards off of it. Where I can see it and see them come down and see which direction they're going from there. Yeah. So now we just gotta we just gotta resort to the uh, mock scrape. That's what we can do now. For now. Until yeah. they outlaw that, then we're just gonna have to be like Hawkeye, Mohican sneak, and <laughs> Mohican sneak. All right. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna call her night but uh i know we done some rambling we went from uh rap music to early bow season to uh minerals so that's just how we roll here but uh well it's starting to get interesting now i think the podcasts are going to get a lot more we're going to get back to the hunting uh you well know, you know so. the next show we may talk about hot air balloon rides who knows you don't ever know you just gotta tune in i mean i ain't riding in one but y'all tell me how it went <laughs> right well i'm one of these shows is gonna be about eating possum because that is coming up whether you guys like it or not so i will have i will have some fishing stories uh not the next time we air but probably after because i'll be on vacation next time we air. yeah i expect to hear good things I had red snapper and grouper for dinner tonight. And I had uh, raviolis. I win. You won. <laughs> but, all right, guys. Well, we thank you for you guys for if you made it this long through the podcast. We're glad you listened, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. The Ozark Traditions TV podcast crew would appreciate it if you leave a five-star rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps so you don't miss an episode. And also, be sure to check out our hunting episodes on our YouTube channel, and don't forget to subscribe. While you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and click on the follow and like button to see what the Ozark Traditions TV crew is up to. Ozark Traditions TV would like to thank you for joining in to this week's podcast. Be sure to tune in on our next weekly podcast as we bring the outdoors inside. From all of us at Ozark Traditions TV, We thank you for listening. And remember, if you see us out in God's country, stop us. We'd like to meet you.